This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. He's going to allow it. You're going to go crazy trying to figure out why. But see, the, the answer is simple. He loves you, and He intends to build you, to make you more than you are, better than you are, bigger than you are, stronger than you are, wiser than you are. I think about that with excitement and fear all rolled into one, right? Our Heavenly Father is a perfect parent. And because he's a perfect parent, he allows things to come into our lives that will cause us to grow and mature. Pastor Robert points out that nothing helps the Christian mature like trials. However, when we face suffering or tribulation, we can trust that Abba will take care of us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message in Colossians chapter one, Verses 24 through 28. see the dreams start happening you know the eyes are fluttering and they can see the little boys having his you know it's it's like okay what's he gonna in a couple of minutes they see him (laughs) stick his arm out and then he settles down and he's peaceful what happened he made friends with the tiger hardship was hard but it can be your friend The key to the whole thing is understanding that God really is sovereign. He really is in control. He really is. It's not just something we say to make ourselves feel better. He really is. The Lord of the universe. He really is in control. And what Isaiah the prophet said really is true. Though you walk through the fire, it won't consume you. Though you find yourself in the midst of raging waters, you're not going to drown. Because he himself is going to take care of you. He's your father. He's not going to let anything happen to you. You know, as a parent, you know, I, I thought about it often when my, when my kids were, were little, and I've shared the story, you know, the David stories, you know, when, when my son was a little guy, we were laughing about it again on, on Friday night. You know, he was 14 months old, 14 months old, when he climbed up on top of the chest of drawers and, and grabbed the economy-sized bottle of liquid Tylenol. Got back down in the floor. He had, he had managed, he got a, a, a half-gallon water pitcher, you know, and, and he poured all of that Tylenol. He got the cap off poured all the Tylenol into the water pitcher. He's sitting in the middle of his bedroom floor. When I walked in, 
like this. And then he puts it down, and of course there's cherry-flavored Tylenol going all down his face in the front of his shirt. It's empty. He just drank a pint of Tylenol. Big smile. That was good, you know? And I'm scooping him up, racing off to the emergency room, you know? Oh, my goodness. Because that stuff will make your organs stop working. I don't know if you know that. Tylenol shuts down your liver. It's nasty. Scared us to death. It was always something with that kid. <laughs> really. It was, listen, I mean, that is so true. You have no idea. We, when we, we moved, we had to move from the beach. We just lived right over here when that happened, about four blocks from here. But we were in a high rise, and at a year old, he could unlock the glass door and climb out on the balcony rail. So we, we were looking for something on the ground, and we found a little duplex apartment that was owned by a North Bay Village cop at the time. He was with North Bay Village. So they lived in one side, he and his wife, and, and we lived in, in the other. And, and Joanne said to me one day, she said, Robert, if I buy him a helmet, will you just keep it on him 24-7? Because he would, you know, I've got a picture of him standing on top of his bicycle. He's two years old, you know, he'd, stand, he'd climb up on top. And here's my point. The temptation was to not let him do anything. Nothing. Now that, and that was me. You know, Elizabeth took him to um, Ocean Drive, to the, the, you know, the play set, monkey bars, whatever you want to call them, that they had in the playground on Ocean Drive. And, and David climbed up on the very top, like two years old. And she's laughing because the, the, the city workers are on the radio. There's a kid on top. He's on top. What do we, he's a little guy. What do we do? You know, and, and she's laughing about it. I'm thinking, get him down, get him down, you know, before he breaks his neck. And that's the temptation. But we have to let our kids scuff their knees, bloody their noses, break their arms. David broke his sister's arm, though, instead. <laughs> And no, we didn't intentionally allow that, but he knocked her off the coffee table before we could stop him. Do you understand? God allows us to go through things, but he knows it's not going to kill us. He knows it's not going to overwhelm us. He knows that he's in control. He knows. Now, if David had fallen off the monkey bars, we would have really probably been helpless to do anything about it. The good news is that your Father in heaven is never helpless, and He's always in control. You, don't have to, you really don't have to worry. That's why Jesus, do you realize he spent, he spent an enormous amount of time, Jesus Himself, telling us, don't worry. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. He knows what you need. You don't have to worry. He's going to provide for you. Did you see how He provides for the flowers? You don't have to worry. Did you see how He takes care of the birds? You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. He's in control. Just look to him and he'll take care of you. So important. You're going to go through stuff. He's going to allow it. You're going to go crazy trying to figure out why. But see, the answer is simple. He loves you and he intends to build you, to make you more than you are, better than you are, bigger than you are, stronger than you are, wiser than you are. 
I think about that with excitement and fear all rolled into one, right? And Pastor Chuck talks about everything you go through is preparation for the next thing. Like, oh, that's not good news. You understand that's not good news. Actually, it is. Because he intends to strengthen you to go through what you go through. If you'll cooperate with him. By the way, Pastor Chuck, I think he's 83, 84, somewhere in in that range. They diagnosed him with lung cancer last week. He's got lung cancer. And I didn't hear the latest, but they did a full body scan and they were going to, you know, do all of that and, and found out. But the thing that I got so tickled because he didn't even slow down. I mean, all week long, he announced at church last Sunday that he's got lung cancer and they're going to be doing a biopsy and surgery and they're going to do a full body scan. Meanwhile, he's on the radio that night and the next night he's on another radio program and the next night he's on another radio program and he's teaching and he's doing all these things. And, you know, I couldn't help but think of what my dad always used to say. I've told you before, you're going to live till you die. Why are you worried? That's what my dad would always say. It made me so mad. You're going to live till you die. Why are you worried? It's not helping anything. Pastor Chuck's not worrying about it. He's racing to the finish line. He's living his life completely. It's like, you know, in in the morning, cancer biopsy. In the afternoon, he's doing a radio show. Eighty-something years old. I'd be home in bed crying, oh God, oh God, oh God. (laughs) My brother, and count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing, not hoping, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, lacking nothing. You know, which one of the services was it that had that slogan there for a while? Be all that you can be. They can't do it, but he can. Do you understand? The U.S. government can't make you all you can be. The armed services can't. I mean, I'm a fan, but they can't make you all that you can be. But he can. He can actually deliver on that promise. Be all that you can be. Cooperate with him. Let him do what he wants to do in your life. If we'll just cooperate with the Holy Spirit, suffering produces good fruit. Well, but, but Pastor, I mean, what about some people die? I mean, some people die in their suffering. What about them? I mean, what fruit does it produce in them? Well, wait, wait. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us next time on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.